Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Benny. And Benny loved the circus. Every year, his parents would take him to the circus, and he'd go, and he'd get his popcorn and his cotton candy, or whatever else he wanted. It, it varied year to year. But he was excited every single time they went. He'd insist on going early so they could get a good seat. He wanted to be right up front. Because Benny loved the clowns. Yes, he loved the other areas of the circus, but the clowns were the show for Benny. And if you were right up front, you could see the clowns in all their glory. So he'd been going for years, and this particular year he had a countdown two weeks out. His parents were very excited, knowing that Benny was very excited. And they counted down the days. Finally, the magical day had come. And he was about eight years old, and he went over with his parents. He got his snacks. This year, he, he opted for kettle corn. Um, it, was a, it was sweeter than he expected, but he paired it with a lemonade, and it was a great treat. So they get there early, and the show begins. The ringleader comes out and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to the greatest show on earth. He introduces the circus. Benny is as excited as anybody in the place. They go through the various acts. The lion tamer comes out and sticks his head in the lion's mouth. And the crowd gasps in awe. The elephants come out. They do their thing with the tails. and They jump on each other's backs and kind of walk in unison. The acrobats come out, the trapeze artists come out, and Benny loves all of this. But he knows that his, his big thing is coming. And as this is going on, you've got vendors selling popcorn and cotton candy and all sorts of treats. And Benny gets another, gets another soda. He, he doesn't normally get soda. All of this is right up Benny's alley because this is a special day for Benny. And he knows that his magical moment is coming. He hears that music, and the clowns come out in their little clown car. They drive around, and seven clowns pile out. They're tripping each other. They're throwing pies at each other. They're flopping around with the giant clown shoes. They're spraying each other with a flower, pouring water down each other's pants, spraying each other with seltzer. They do that gag where they've got a big bucket, and they throw confetti at the audience, but the audience thinks it's water. I think they do this in the Harlem Globetrotters as well. But Benny is loving every second of this because he got confetti on him. He was in the front row or the second row and right up close with the clowns. And he can see it. He can see the, uh, the clown makeup on their faces. And he loves every minute of the clowns. And for the first time this year, one of the clowns, the, the, the leader of this group of clowns, comes out and grabs a microphone and he says, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like a volunteer from the audience. And you know what? Benny has never heard this before. He's never had the opportunity to go down and meet the clowns. So he gets very excited. He jumps up on top of his seat, raises his hand higher than anybody else, and says, pick me, pick me, pick me. And sure enough, because Benny was near the front, the clown picks Benny. And he goes down, and he stands there with the clown, Oh, he's so excited. He's trying to get his father to take his picture. He's doing that gesture, uh, which is a little weird because, you know, as kids, they don't really know what those old uh, uh, the, the finger gestures are with the camera. But ben, Benny knew, knew the move, and uh, he tries to get his father to pay, take his picture, and he just couldn't be happier to be on stage with the clowns. So the clown asks him his name. He says, I'm Benny. He goes, oh, Benny, who are you here with today? And he goes, I'm here with my parents. He goes, all right, Benny, uh, wave to your parents. And he poses for a picture. 
He says, Benny, I got a few questions for you. Benny's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. He goes, Benny, are you the horse's head? Benny's still excited. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, no, I'm not the horse's head. He goes, Benny, are you the horse's back? Benny's now kind of a little bit perplexed. He's looking at the clown. He's like, no, I'm not the horse's back. Looks at the clown again, who says, are you the horse's tail? Benny says, no, I'm not the horse's tail. And now he's just kind of confused. And the clown looks at him and he says, well, then you must be the horse's ass. And the entire circus starts laughing at the joke. But Benny, Benny was crushed. He'd been humiliated by the clowns that he'd grown to love his entire life. He, he started crying. He, he went back to his seat. He was sobbing. His parents tried to console him, but... The, the, the night was ruined in Benny's eyes, and the clowns are doing all of his favorite things. They continue to do the seltzer thing, the spraying each other with water, tripping each other, flopping around in their big clown shoes. But it wasn't enough for Benny. He was devastated. He goes home that night, and he kind of sobs himself to sleep. And As he's fading off, he decides, I'm going to get my revenge. So Benny falls asleep. Wakes up the next morning, and he's seemingly over it. His parents, they, they don't talk about it much. They assume that, you know, all right, he's, he's okay. It was just a, it was a kid. He, he, got, he got humiliated, but he's fine. But some time passes. The next year when the circus comes to town, Benny goes with his family. He wasn't the same level of excited as he was, but he kind of put on a show for his family. Um, so he goes there, and they were there early. Um, he gets his cotton candy. He gets his lemonade. Uh, he didn't get popcorn that year, but he's still he's still excited to go. Uh, there's other areas of the circus that he likes, but he was not a fan of that joke. And when the clowns come out, he watches them and he appreciates them, but the enthusiasm just isn't there. And he, he sees somebody else actually fall victim to that same prank, and he gets that sickly feeling in his stomach. The clown goes through the same line of questioning, are you the horse's head, are you the horse's back, and are you the horse's tail? And he goes, you must be the horse's ass. And Benny just... Uh, it doesn't sit well with him. And his great love of the circus and clowns, it, it took a hit that day. And now a year removed from it, his parents didn't really think too much of it. They just kind of thought that, all right, he's, you know, he's, he's getting a little bit older. Maybe he's just outgrowing it. It's not really a, a thing that as you get into, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, that the, the kids that age kind of grow out of the circus. But he goes through elementary school, goes into high school. Um, and this is just kind of something in his past. Uh, he's, he's popular, he's, he's very smart, and he ends up being the valedictorian of his class. So Benny could have gone, he goes by Ben now at this point, I mean, let's be honest, he's 16, 17, 18 years old. Um, he could have gone to any school he wanted to, but his passion for clowns, his underlying passion was still there. Uh, he loses his virginity, uh, he squirted his flower, so to say. Uh, he, he did that in his senior year of high school, good for him. But, uh, Beyond that, he could have gone to any school he wanted to, and he decides to go to clown college. His parents were confused. Said, this is really not anything we've discussed, and frankly, you could have done, you could have been anything. Um, for those of you that don't know, clown college is a four-year school. Um, he does spend his, his time there, and at the clown college, the dean of the college actually encourages him to get his postgraduate degree in clowning. He saw all sorts of potential in Ben and figured that he doesn't want it to go to waste. So in graduate school, he'd actually go to circuses and play around with the other clowns. He'd be in some of those traveling 
traveling circuses that would go to towns like his. He actually did his thesis uh, on how to increase the number of clowns in the clown car. And he was able to safely get 13 clowns in the clown car. If you remember, it was seven before. So that's just, that's just craziness. Same size car. And uh, he, he figured it out. As I said, he was smart. So he gets his doctorate in clowning. He was fast-tracked for the highest-ranking clowning. Ben was going to be the Grand Master Clown. And a few years later, after apprenticing under the retiring Grand Master Clown, Ben was named himself the Grand Master Clown. The ceremony itself is similar to a knighting ceremony, except they use a balloon sword. So, Ben was the youngest Grandmaster Clown in history. He had a bunch of things to do in his first 100 days at the helm. It's kind of like a presidential administration. You've got that 100 days where you can, you can do a lot. And then after that, you just skate, I think, is how, how it works. But anyway, so Ben expanded on his thesis and instituted plans to get 16 clowns in the clown car. And while that in itself is impressive, it also made Ben a job creator. Nine additional clowns for every circus was thousands of new jobs. Again, very presidential. He pushed for hazard pay and increased the slip and fall insurance for all clowns. He did countless other things, but one thing he also did was ban certain jokes and guest volunteers. It was never a better time to be a clown. So he settles into his job. He went back to his hometown to visit with his parents. They couldn't be more proud of Ben. I mean, if you remember, they were initially thinking that, I mean, he's throwing his life away. He's going to clown college as opposed to, you know, an Ivy League school. Uh, they were skeptical at first, but he has reached the highest level of his profession. And his mother suggested that for old time's sake, they should go to the local circus that caused little Benny to fall in love with the clowns in the first place. So the circus was in town uh, as he was kind of taking a little bit of time off. They get there and they park the car and Ben's father says, how about some popcorn and lemonade? And of course, you know, at this point, we're in you know, 15 years, 20 years has passed. So the, the options have increased dramatically. They had all sorts of different types of popcorn, they had cheddar popcorn, caramel corn, kettle corn. Uh, but Ben decides to go old school and he settles on the regular popcorn and lemonade. So they get there. They don't get there super early. Um, they have good seats, but not like uh, when he was eight, when he got right up front. But they're still, you know, pretty decent seats. And Ben is in civilian clothes, naturally. He's not going to go to a circus dressed as a clown. Uh, he's not like those, those weird fans that wear uh, shirts to their favorite team when they go to the go to the games. He's, he's not that. So anyway, he's in civilian clothes. He's not recognized as a grandmaster clown, obviously. Uh, and the family just wants to enjoy the circus and rekindle some of those childhood memories. So the ringleader comes out. It's, of course, a different person than uh, when Ben was a kid. Uh, he says, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to the greatest show on earth. A similar, similar introduction. Uh, they go through the axe, the lion tamer, the, uh, does the same, same general routine, sticking their head in the lion's mouth, crowd goes nuts. Um, it was not Joe Exotic, for those of you wondering, but you know, similar type of probably somewhat deranged individual. Uh, the elephants do the, uh, their walk, they're holding each other's tails. Uh, PETA apparently hasn't protested the circus yet, so can, they can get away with all these things. Uh, trapeze artists and acrobats do their thing. And then Ben hears the entrance of the gladiators music that marks the entrance of the clowns. Starts playing, and out comes the clown car. Sixteen clowns pile out, and Ben watches them play and do their thing like a proud father. A little weird, because so many of them were older than he was, but it was still very, very proud, because there were some things that he saw that, that Ben had instituted himself. 
the pl- the clowns go through the routine. They they spray each other with water and seltzer and all the all the staples. They trip each other. They do the fake bucket thing where they're going to throw water in the crowd, but it's really confetti. The place is having a great time, laughing at all the clowns. He's really proud of of this team of clowns and just all of the work that he's done in, in general. So then the leader of the group of clowns uh, or shutter of clowns, if you uh, if you will, it's like a. Uh, that, that's what a group of clowns is called. It's called a shutter of clowns. So anyway, this this uh, leader, he, he grabs a microphone. And as he does, Ben's heart sinks. He would recognize that clown makeup anywhere. It haunted his dreams. He looks closer and he sees it's the same clown that humiliated him decades earlier. So the leader of this group of clown tells some jokes and teases some of his fellow clowns, throwing pies at them, pouring water down the pants, general clown stuff. And then the leader of the clown asked for a volunteer from the audience. Now, if you remember, Ben had banned audience participation. This just wasn't allowed. So Ben thought quickly. He jumped up on his seat like he did when he was eight years old. said, pick me, pick me, pick me. And he acted just like a little kid. And sure enough, the clown picked him. He said, all right, sir, it's a little weird, but whatever. Uh, He gets called down, and of course, without his makeup, the... The leader of the group of clowns doesn't recognize him at all. He's just a random guy that's overly enthusiastic. I actually think that the, uh, uh, the, the clown might have thought there might have been something wrong with Ben, and that remains to be seen. But um, he asks him his name, and Ben tells him he's Ben. He asks him, Ben, who are you here with? And he says his parents. So like, all right. The clown kind of gives him a look. It's a little bit weird because, you know, Ben's probably in his 30s now, and it's a little bit weird for just to go with your parents to the circus at age 30, but whatever. So uh, Ben gets a look from the uh, from the clown and kind of ever the showman. He mentions his hometown to play up the crowd and just kind of take over and own the moment. So he mentions his hometown and the crowd just roars in applause. So the older clown now regains his focus and says, Ben, I have a few questions for you. Ben says, sure. Of course, Ben knows where this is going. He says, Ben, are you the horse's head? He goes, he knows where this is going, but he wants to play along. And he looks over his father and actually does the camera gesture thing. Um, doesn't answer right again. And he goes, the clown says again, Ben, are you the horse's head? And he goes, no, I'm not the horse's head. He shakes his head. He shakes his head no. The older clown asks, Ben, are you the horse's back? Ben looks at him and says, no, I'm not the horse's back. The older clown looks at him one more time. He goes, are you the horse's tail? And Ben says, no, I'm not the horse's tail. And before the older clown can say, well, then you must be the horse's ass. Ben grabs him by the giant bow tie, looks him right in the eye, and says, Fuck you, clown, fuck you.